So my name is Barry Sendak, and I own a, a, a corporation called Deister Corp, and we have various divisions, uh, dome spaces. We sell all types of geodesic domes uh, to all types of users uh, throughout the world. We sell yurts uh, that are authentic Mongolian yurts where uh, yurts originated. Uh, we sell and build shipping container homes to all types of people for all types of things. And we sell some modules like flooring and mezzanines and uh, various things that go in domes and, and yurts right now. And we're, we're expanding into other divisions that has to focus on outdoor life. That is the focus of the company, uh, alternative housing and outdoor living. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, for all the folks, if you are a landowner, homeowner, or even in the future, that's your plan. And I hope that's in everybody's future because you got to invest in something. Um, and it's surely not into, you know, the things you see on TV that, you know, the, even the trips. You know, you got to invest in something where you can live, eat, play, grow your families if you choose so. Today, Sir Barry. I'm going to call him Sir Barry because I might have to add King because he's the king of dome houses, the king of yurts, um, the module homes for us who, you know, have extra land in different places. And we say, you know what, we don't necessarily need a big house, um, we, but we do need an office here. We do need some place for our kids to homeschool. He's going to give us the game on that. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today, sir? It's great to be here, Kellen. I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule and having us. Oh, well, busy is a blessing in, when you're an entrepreneur. And so if people are too busy, that's when they call me to get them a system to you know, get them right. But tell me, because I got to know, being from New York, where the Yurks might be illegal. Um, New York's a lot like California, where everything is illegal. Um, how did you like even get into this, you know, alternative home or office type space business? That's a great question. I was looking for something different. I would, you know, I had a background and, uh, you know, I always worked for myself, but my background was in textiles actually of all things. We had a family business in New York where we sold, home decorative fabrics and, uh, you know, belonged to my uncle and his partners for, for years. And uh, the industry just went away. So I wanted to come up with something that, you know, people would need and uh, it would actually, you know, help them. You know, fabrics are always nice because when you decorated somebody's home or office or hotel, you, you could see it, it had value. The homes were something that I just said, well, they're not gonna, the industry's not gonna go away. People always need a place to live. So I started fooling around with uh, shipping container homes. I had a background in importing uh, goods from various places in the world with the textiles. I knew where to go. And I started finding people that made these things offshore. And I uh, started selling some units uh, here and there. And I said, well, for the USA, uh, all the requirements for coding and everything else that that local governments have it might be better to build them here so i i found a, a company or a partner that that builds uh, shipping containers here that that's his whole business 
and uh, we got together and now we're selling all types of things like current uh, shipping containers are uh, we're building a kitchen for a mushroom farmer we're building a six unit project for a guy in the bahamas we're building elevated homes down in the keys uh, we're building something for a college professor on the west coast of florida uh, we just built uh, a number of uh, i guess they're called uh, server warehouses where the, where clients would put uh, computer servers in for a technology company. So they are very versatile is, is the point. They could be anything, the shipping containers. And then uh, from shipping containers, so what else uh, can I do? And I started looking around and I thought these domes were really cool before they even became anything. So I started uh, putting them up and selling them and finding places to buy them. And now we have a network of producers all around the world that uh, make the various products uh, for us and their custom products and uh, their products that we, we offer to the market. And uh, from there, I found uh, yurts. I was always interested in the next thing because uh, everything isn't gonna work. And uh, as I tell the uh, people that are, you know, that I, that I deal with that are younger than me or entrepreneurs, I said, don't expect everything to work and, and learn that uh, defeat is part of success. And that's the old story that Edison did. He found uh, 10,000 ways that the light bulb wouldn't work. And then he found a way that it did work. So, uh, you know, if you're gonna be an entrepreneur, get used to the word no and get used to failing because you're not going to succeed unless you fail. Definitely, definitely. What, what do you find, you know, who's your, you know, your customer? What's the main, like the, the, the number one thing people want? I know for me, I want office space and I want to have my, my kids have a space. And I'm like a yurt, would a yurt work in a hurricane? Is it hurricane proof? You know, that's one of the questions, but you know, you can answer that and let us know like the bulk of the business, especially here in South Florida, that's working out with families, uh, who is it and why are they buying them? Well, and in regards to hurricanes, that's a very good question and something that we take pretty seriously. Uh, the home that you're living in is not hurricane proof. As you know, if you ever lived through a hurricane, which I've lived through a few now living down in Florida for the last 18 years, that hurricanes have a, a mind of their own and you're not going to be in a dome or a yurt uh, or anything in hurricane, you need to be in a proper structure. As far as a hurricane and the strength of these things, you know, uh, they'll, some will, will get damaged. Uh, they could be, you know, the, the skin, the, the glass could be replaced. The frames will last uh, with these domes, especially the, uh, the hard shell domes that we sell. Those are uh, probably the strongest ones in the market. They're called hard shell because they're made from fiberglass and polycarbonates. Uh, you know, as a combination, and they'll they'll stand up to a storm, but that doesn't mean that it, it won't get damaged. So now, now, but with it, with, is it a certain category? Because I think sometimes people get scared. They say, "Oh, I heard, I heard there's a hurricane there." Um, my wife and I were in Louisiana during Katrina, 
Um, so there's a different categories, but is there like, you know, if it's a, you know, you, you can let us know at what level, because some people, you, you just blew their mind. My house is in hurricane proof. I just spent $100,000 on hurricane windows. What do you mean? That, that's right? exactly right. The windows will be hurricane proof, but, but you could still lose your roof, right? <laughs> <laughs> you mean my you mean my solar panels aren't hurricane proof either? You know, people they those, those are called frisbees. <laughs> During a hurricane. Wow, wow, wow. And, and I have a feeling with you the way you smiled that you might have seen a couple fly. My my um, neighbor, yeah, right across the street. You know, her her panels left. Wow. That's it, now that's dangerous because you think about you, your house. Okay, the panels left her house and where did they end up? There, um, there you go. That's a hurricane. The dynamics of it, there's no rhyme or reason. So, you know, you gotta you gotta stay as safe as you can. You stay inside during a hurricane in a proper structure. But you know, depending on the strength of it, is nothing. I mean, my homes is we live in a one-story home and we're we're next to Two, two story homes on either side of us. So like the last few storms, we didn't have hardly any damage, but we did lose tiles. You know, we did have some damage. It happens. Okay, so back to, to, to one of my many, you know, I put it all in a bunch questions. Where do you see, uh, I'm, try, for, I'm trying to paint a picture for the person saying, oh, I was thinking about that, but everyone else told me I was crazy. What do you see people buying, whether it's the container homes, the yurts, or the dome spaces? What are they um, buying them for? Uh, domes, we sell to uh, campground operators. We sell to individuals. We sell to restaurants. We sell to yoga studios, schools, school districts, hip-hop artists, NBA stars, uh, television networks. Uh, they, go, they go anywhere. Corporate companies. We, we make custom domes that we just made for large corporations like uh, Vitamin Water. We did a show uh, for uh, CBS, bought one for one of their television shows. Did they go anywhere? Okay. And, and are these, can you give a range of where, you know, all of those start? Because I think sometimes people get intimidated and say, well, I don't even want to call because it's probably, you know, more money than I have, but I tell people, you'd be surprised, like, you know, first ask. So while they're listening or watching this content, you know, where do domes start? Where do containers start for that person who is interested? Well, domes, uh, we, we have domes that go from uh, 10 feet in diameter and they go up to 194 feet in diameter. They could hold like 20,000 people. And, you know, they have a, pot, a patented process to, to build that one. That is for you know, uh, a large user, a large event company, a, a concert promoter, because that, that thing's huge, 194 feet. Uh, I mean, your home is probably 60 feet uh, going one way, multiply that by three. Uh, and th that would be the, you know, the diameter of it. Uh, the 10 foot ones, uh, they start around $3,000. Uh, we offer financing as well. Uh, right now we have free financing going on so uh, for a year so people could take advantage of that. Uh, that goes for all the products. The container home, uh, that's like anything else. What do you want to spend? You could get a bare bones unit for like uh, 20 some odd thousand that'll pass Florida building code with impact glass and uh, 
a you know roof feature and insulate it properly. Or you know you could get a ten thousand square foot structure because they're they're modular. We could just put container upon container until you hit the ten thousand mark, which would probably be about uh, two hundred and seventy five containers, and uh, you will have a ten thousand square foot uh, home. And uh, you know that that would be uh, probably uh, about you know a million and a half dollars. Because the rumor, you know, when you say a million and a half is, oh, container homes are always cheaper. They are. Okay. They are. I mean, you see the the home prices in uh, Palm Beach County to build a new home. This is like half of that. And it's it's nice. When we're finished with it, if you wanted it, it doesn't even look like a container. It looks like a regular home. Now, Now, with that, because I've heard people, and I've even ha- had this, where you say, okay, we want to have a container home. Um, am I, how much of it am I able to, like, can I see it? Can I feel it? Can I touch it? Um, or is it just kind of, you know, once it's built, it's built. And I've heard owners say, hey, once it's built, it's done. We ship it to you. The rest is on you. So how uh, do you work? Uh, if you order a, a home, we could do end-to-end, meaning we'll get you the plans, We'll, we'll pull the permits for you. We'll get the subs to put in the, uh, let's say you need a septic tank or uh, you leave 300 miles away and we need to put a, uh, a slab down, you know, for it. We'll, we'll arrange everything and uh, we'll deliver it to you, you know, uh, completely done. Okay, handling all, all start to finish. And is that in the home price when you're buying it or is that like an additional you know, um, but, well, that's the beautiful thing about it. You could choose at any level you want and, and we'll, we'll do it for you or not. Okay. No, that's, that, that's good. That's good stuff, especially with, you know, when you talk about home prices and building and supplies and you, you want to have space always for your guests, but something about those extra rooms, we find something to do with them. They become offices, gyms, and then you don't want to move your stuff when people come. Got this container home, plus the Airbnb potential is what I'm thinking. That's what I would have thought many people wanted to use it for if they have extra space. They on do. Their we get that. We get that all the time. We actually now we invented our own home. We call it a home in a dome. We'll put shipping containers inside of a dome, so you have a home within a home, and you live you live outside inside if that's possible. I love it. What, what type of futurist are you? Are you a, are you going to also be getting into 3D printed homes as well? I, I, I was thinking about that just for a trade show to start making 3D models of the domes because I can't take all of them with me. So we're, we're actually looking into that right now to, uh, uh, to develop the 3D uh, pieces of these things. But yeah, that, that, that would be, uh, that would be really forward thinking to make all the components well, because well, it can't, I, you, have, you have to have a container is 20 feet by, by eight or 40 feet by eight. You have to have uh, the ability to, to put that in a printer and uh, you know, that, that would be huge. I, I don't want to go, you know, too political, but I've been in meetings, not here in Florida, but in, in Washington state, where you know folks try to help with the homelessness um, by housing people who want to be housed because not everybody wants to be housed, believe it or not, people. But 
you know, when we talk about 3D printed homes, I think I first saw it when I read The Future is Faster Than You Think in full detail of like what 3D printed homes are doing in places like Guatemala. They're putting them up in 24 hours. They're building faster than the Chinese. Do you think that there are lobbyists and just, you know, big corporations that don't want to see that type of growth here in America? Well, you can't stop progress, my friend. It's, you know, if it's a thing, it'll come. If it'll pass code, it'll come. The codes here in the United States are different than they are in Guatemala. You know, so it's just, uh, that's, a, that's a lot of the problem, even for the homeless, that you just can't put a home up anywhere, but you can put a dome. I mean, you know, they're temporary. They're temporary structures because they're not on a foundation. You know, so that, that, that would be easier. You know, that's something we're looking, we're looking into. Okay. And so with the, with the dome structures, if they're temporary, how long do the domes usually last? And the yurts, because that's something that unless you like are in the Pacific Northwest or certain places, maybe in the Midwest, you're like, is that a teepee? We're selling teepees also on our site. We have teepees. If you want one, I'll make you one. Uh, the domes, will, well, the steel will last in perpetuity. I mean, it's a steel. The cover can be replaced uh, anytime you want. So if you want a different look on your cover, a different color, you can replace it. If you want to let it run, it probably lasts uh, 10 to 15 years if it's maintained. Maintained means cleaning it. You know, any debris, any sap or bird droppings, uh, you know, if you maintain it like anything else, it'll last uh, a good long time. Okay, so bird droppings can impact. I, I'm thinking about the dad who, who he's the same type of guy who doesn't finish his basement or attic because he's like, nobody comes in here. You leave the bird droppings on the dome so nobody comes in here, but that could, you know, put wear and tear on your dome if you don't clean it. Well, you see what it does to your car if, if you don't take it off in the sun. It, it'll go through the it'll go through the, the first layer of clear coat or paint. Got you. I, I, yeah, I'm kind of a, a germaphobe, so I don't. I, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't see that stuff for more than you know, 24 hours. Um, I see how clean. Yeah. I see how clean your pool is. So yeah, I I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thank uh, Luis uh, Baja Pool for hooking it up, making sure we can swim in it daily, get my exercise. Now, talking about, you know, good things like exercise, here's a great, you know, business that you, you have, but you also, you're multifaceted. You also have, you know, you're in the Forex, which is something that I've, I've covered before. Can you talk about, you know, your, your company um, outside of housing? Uh, we uh, we're not involved in Forex. That's just the, the name of the corporation. Oh, okay. Years ago, uh, we haven't done that in, in years. I just left the corporation open because Containers in Motion was a, a, a DBA of that when I first started. Because as an entrepreneur, I just didn't want to spend money on on stuff that I didn't need. So if the containers worked, uh, I could address it later on. So it's kind of separate from the dome still. Okay. So, so people can't, I, I, people can't bring you their Nano X wallets with all their crypto and say, "Hey, I need help." And and you know, that's the wrong guy for that. But uh, okay. But cryptos, you, as the market, as you see, the market's very volatile. I could see where people need help. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they they need help because they didn't know what they were buying, and um, I won't go too too deep into that. But they they just heard a trend. It was kind of like um, Teletubbies or Furbies back in the day. If you if you can remember, you know, we gotta have it because everyone has it, and it's it's you know. It's but at least ridiculous. if you had a Furby, you had a Furby. This is just a, a, an equation. Yeah, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's meant for a certain type of customer and, and especially if you're like in you know africa or other places that you, you don't want to ask permission to pull some money out but you got to have a community of people but go, talking about a community of people with this community of businesses is there and this is going to be kind of a weird question because we you know we we're talking about solar but you have all these different alternative living type homes I don't know if people are using solar, but is there any type of organization or group where everybody comes together to kind of see what people are doing or are we not there yet? I don't think we're there yet, but but you have fragments on it. Uh, you know, people are making different types of uh, toilets now for outdoor living. They're, uh, they're uh, making solar, they're making uh, a battery operated generators. You know, the world is swinging to, uh, you know, electronic vehicles, you know, we're, we're not going to stop it. You know, we're going to create a whole different set of problems like anything else. And those will have to be addressed at some point. Like, what do you do with the, the batteries when they're done with, you know, where do you bury those? You know, what, what happens to the car when it's the batteries used up? It's, 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 not, it's not worth anything. You know, a, a gas engine you could fix. You know, you're going to have various problems. Um, from things that you improve uh, society or, or the world with. No pain, no gain, right? Definitely, it definitely. Um, it, it seems like that, as I told you, you know, when I, I look at what the, the future holds, I just go back to old George Carlin, uh, Tate, I was gonna say Tate. I should just, <laughs> yeah, i <update> date myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a 10 year old say, what are tapes? Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a 25 year old that, you know, say, what are tapes? But um, yeah, that's, that, that is definitely true. And I asked that because with solar in some states, and it's, it's a newer thing, but I've had a guest talk about how they're, they're trying to be forward thinking of how, you know, if you collect enough energy, you can share that with your neighbor. And I'm thinking like, hey, how cool would the dome space blockchain be? Even if you, you know, need different things, you can put it on an app and say, hey, you need help? Or if I got another dome somewhere else, I can connect them all. So I live in the twilight zone. No, you don't. You're, you're, that's forward thinking. Uh, why not? You know, that's what I say to everything. Why not? Look at the, the most successful man on the, on the planet. He doesn't make anything that people even think of. You know, he has a a boring company, uh, <laughs> an electronic car. He's sending people in space, you know, for recreation. I mean, who thinks of stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when he was, you know, I remember when he was um, broke and busted, disgusted. And actually, Barry, one second, I can hear somebody. We call them the haters. I can hear them say, well, don't forget that the government financed him. Yes, the government financed him like it finances the highway. We get it. Okay, we we get it. We 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 thank God for the government and and him and everyone else. And you could do the same thing, you know, if you want to do business with the government. It's a headache, <laughs> but if you want to do business with them, 
talking about headaches zone, we talk about homelessness and, you know, with the success, um, can you talk about any community give back that you have done or doing or would like to do in the future? Well, we, uh, we contacted the disabled American veterans. We wanted to raise money uh, with them to uh, build shipping container homes for the disabled vets so they, they don't have to live on the street. And that's been a, a you know, we tried to do a GoFundMe and never, it never took off as of yet. But uh, now that we're getting more well known, that's going to be a, a focus moving forward. Uh, and homelessness, I'm talking to people, it's in its infant stages about these domes. But as you know, we were talking about, you know, the, the issues of building them and local governments. Uh, you know, we have to get through all that stuff in order to even do it. So it makes sense. But, but okay. yes, uh, that, that's what we're in the process of. Okay. And has, you know, when we talk about local government, have you looked into or have they ever reached out yet to say, you know, I mean, talk about Elon Musk. This is something where if we had a whole bunch of homeless people pitching tents, like in certain cities, I, I've lived in Seattle, you know, it, it, it's terrible. And I'm from the Bay Area and you see it. If people started pitching tents in Boca, in Delray, right by where everybody's, you know, having a good time, it, it would be a problem. Um, it would be a big one. So has any government reached out? Because it doesn't just have to be here locally in Florida to say we need help. Has, has that even been on the radar yet of governments that you've heard of? No, I, it hasn't been on the radar. But one thing, you know, I, I learned and my wife's, a, you know, she's a psychologist and, uh, you know, she dealt with, with this, you know, growing up. She said the homeless like to be near cities or like to be near their stuff. So all these governments and the local governments have land that, that they owned or, you know, the county government, like in Palm Beach County, and they could, they could give you land. Because I, I went to uh, a couple of meetings that we were invited to uh, for this, for low-cost housing by Palm Beach County. And uh, they said that, you know, the only place that we're allowed as the government is all the way out and, uh, you know, away from the cities. And, and homeless don't like to be away from all their, you know, stores and things that, that they need for their lives, you know, whatever lives you know, the, that they have, you know, they don't want to be just isolated. So that yeah. times they won't go, it's a problem. And, and it's, it's an understandable problem, you know, because you know, when nobody's going to give them a car and, and put them out there, they, <clears throat> they give them a place to live. So they have shelter if they want it. Definitely. That, that is that is so true. Yeah, so unless you're willing to kind of build the stores and the things that they'll need. Um, and, you know, they, yeah, it's, it's it's problems that, um, again, it's it's it's, a bi it's big problems, big things. Um, and they'll always be with us. Can you tell the people, have you ever considered writing a book on your journey? It's, it's not something like right now, people are saying, oh, this is good, this is cool. You've been on this journey for a long time. I'm sure people thought you were crazy. Maybe even some of the closest people told you, Barry, stick with real estate, stick with finance, do anything but. Um, but have you ever considered writing a book? And then also tell us, you know, did you get automatic support when creating this business? 
I got uh, no support. And uh, if you want to write a book with me, bring it on. I'll, I'll sit with you. You have a good personality for this. Oh, I thank you. You know what I tell my, 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 my friends and, and clients, I say, and we've actually been able to do it and it works out real well. Just talk the book into the microphone, even if it's the cell phone. Let the transcriptionist do her thing. Then we'll let the two to three editors do their thing. We got a book and we could put out a book a month if that's what your, you know, your goal is. I'm old school where I still have to write it on like paper. Then I have to type it. Um, but that's also part of like the, I found out three years ago, I was dyslexic. I always wanted to know what my crazy was. <laughs> now I know what my superpower is. And that's probably why, because I have to see it in so many forms to get it right. But I, I'll take you up and I'll, I'll definitely, you know, push you because no support. You hear young people, especially now, again, I'm not trying to go political, but people are like, well, I want my, my, my loans paid back. I paid mine back during the pandemic because I was tired of getting the notices and my wife pushed me. <laughs> my wife pushed me uh, to do it. Um, in all honesty, I thought I'd be traveling the world for life and say, catch me when you can, back when I was taking them. But school is, school is not enough. People aren't, you know, they're, they're, you going for liberal arts, political science, math time like I did, whatever, it's not enough. And people, people are saying, what can I do to get in your position, Barry? Do I need to go to school? Do I need to study real estate, agriculture? What do I need to get in your position? Because I want my loans forgiven or I'm young enough where I haven't even taken them yet and I don't know what to do. Well, there's not one answer to your question. Uh, when it comes to school, is school important? Yeah, it'll help you get a job. I mean, you get out of college, I hope you get a job. But I, uh, when my kids uh, were able to drive, uh, I made sure that they had a job so that they could pay for the gas so they could so the car would go someplace and they and they became part of something and i i encouraged them to work through college so that they just don't come out and they say here's my resume i went to four years at fau or whatever college you went to and uh, i was in the uh, this club and that club but what have you done you know so if you worked uh, my one of my daughters worked in a retail store steve madden for four years during college Here's what she did. And she, you know, they, they, got, they gave a commission. She had responsibility. She was part of something. Part of something is really important, I, I feel. It's because, uh, listen, the world when I grew up, we went outside and played. The world now, <clears throat> if, if my, uh, my mother would be arrested for what she did, you know, she didn't think about it. Just said, go out, ride your bike, come home when it gets dark or six o'clock. They bought me a watch when I was young. They said, come home. And I did. Now you can't, you know, it's a different world. That world doesn't exist. You know, that world was worked when, when it, during that period. And this world is a new world. And I guess it's working now because otherwise it, it'll change on its own, the same as, as our world did. And uh, I, I'm a big believer in that, you know, start work when you're young, become part of something, have, have money, know what it feels like, learn how to manage it. And go to school because uh, you have a better chance if you have a college education, any type of college education. You know, whether you pay for it, whether you get a loan forgiven, it, it, it's an investment in yourself. It's like it's like a business when they, they say, oh, a doctor took out $300,000 in loans. 
I said, but that's his business. That's what he invested in himself. And he'll be able to pay it back over a period of years because he's going to make a good living and he's going to help people and help the world. You know, even a person that goes to be to beauty school, it's going to cost her a fortune. They're going to, they're going to she's going to be like 2000 hours. You spend thirty, forty thousand dollars on, on learning how to become a beautician, but she's going to get it back. You're learning the skill. So that's, that's, that's my answer to that. And this is me saying this, you guys, that, you know, when you talk about the doctors and the nurses, we have a 2 million shortage uh, plus in both of those career fields. I personally think if you can get the degree in that, I'm biased. Um, you guys know I'm, I'm married to medicine, that you should get that forgiven because you need your doctors. Doctors can't even call out sick. They're working sick. They work with COVID. Same thing with nurses. And those were, to me, the first people who should, if there was any forgiveness, we need them because without them, we're all going to be in a, a bad position. Yeah, why yeah. the clock back two years ago? How'd you like to be the first doctor that treated a COVID patient? These guys were dying. They didn't know. They, they, they didn't know anything. And they, but they, they were frontline workers. Yeah. I blame us. Again, I blame us, the, the, the people. Because even when you talked about when you were, you know, a kid and riding your bike, I remember being on the other side of town. And even if you didn't have a watch, you learned how to read the time by that sun. And you could tell, you knew when you needed to be back home, or there were consequences. And, and, and the reason why that's not, is not the kids in the video games and everything else. I've actually worked for CPS. It's because people call when even a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old and a maybe, you know, another 9-year-old is playing at the park across the street from their house and people call the police saying they're not supervised. I don't know what world that is, but this is why I live where I live. So I don't have to be bothered with that. Kids can't, Kids can't play. It doesn't make sense. It, it's not right. And I'm glad to have been born when I was, when you could play and have a good time and have friends knock on their door um, and, and have a good time. And we're having a good time, but I want everybody to go to your website. I want them to check you out. I want them, the links will be in the description, you guys, whether you are listening, wherever you're listening, or if you're watching, make sure you share this with someone. I think this is going to be a need since we have 40-year-olds moving back in with their parents because they can't find a place to live. And these are, some of them, you know, they're making decent money, but rent has gone up, mortgages, loans, this, that, and people need a place to live. And Barry has a solution for that. So you guys check that out. Barry, any last words? Uh, no, I, I think that what we're doing is a much needed service. Uh, container homes are just going to, keep going more and more. I mean, it, it's actually a service to the community because what do you do with all these containers? You, you know, we, people start using them now. We actually take the excess metal and we build sheds out of them for people, you know, for people that, that want them. So we, we don't have the waste and we try to use everything up. So, you know, we, we help the environment while doing this, you know, in more than one way. Uh, the domes, the domes are just, you know, great. It's just inexpensive. I mean, we have people living them in, in the desert, you know, full time. We have people living them in Patagonia where it snows full time. And uh, they're just an inexpensive way, you know, to have it. 
and they're, they're really pleasing. I mean, you go into this dome, it, it's beautiful inside. It's, it's round, it's open. You know, we have clients that put two stories into them, uh, or some of them you could build three stories if you wanted to, and you, you don't have to buy another one. And if you want another one, we can, we can connect it by tunnels. We offer dome tunnels. It's, it's uh, the beginning of something. We'll have to see what that something is. And, and is there a showroom that people can go to here locally in South Florida to get an example of how that feels? Because most people like, I've never been in a dome. Uh, I've never been in an igloo. Let me, let me see how that feels. Well, I, that's what I tell people. I mean, we don't have a showroom because, you know, there's just like not, no walk in traffic where we are. And, you know, if you live in Minnesota, you're unlikely to come down to South Florida to, to look in a dome. But there are enough of them around where if you went on uh, Airbnb or hipcamp.com and searched dome, you know, within driving distance of you, you'll probably be able to find one in, in, or two in most locations. You guys have got that, you know, um, kind of how to how to find it, the the feel and the price. Any other questions? You got to put your inquiry in. You've got, you know, what you need. Basically, the basic model twenty thousand, but you know, you're going to want to do some customization. Might have a convertible roof. <laughs> you guys think of crazy ideas, and I love it because I think the same way. So make sure if you do nothing else, you share this episode this game with others it will change someone's life Hey, family, on November 20th through December 1st, 2022, we will have the all-inclusive Kenya trip. Now, a lot of times people have said, Phil, when's the next trip we will like to go? I want to see Africa for myself, but this is the time to go. Everything will be taken care of. All excursions are paid. You can do monthly payments. You know, they'll have a safari and a six-city tour. You will see Charlie Island, which is something that we did not see last time on the tour. This tour will be 12 days instead of seven days. So make sure to secure your place on the trip by going to www.wbsvs.com. Make your deposit, and then you can start making your payments, and we'll see you in Kenya. Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African rand or 10,000 Kenyan shillings? or 54,250 West African CFA. Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kellen Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at DiversifiedGame.com.